<clears throat> Morning, church. Thanks for being here today. I'm going to spend just a few minutes talking to you about <clears throat> America's team. <laughs> Which is not Houston. <laughs> I'm sure you know when I say America's team, I'm talking about... Did you catch that? Some of y'all are like, the Cowboys... I realize that not everybody in here is a Cowboys fan. I know not everybody in here is a Cowboys fan, but I want to illustrate to you why they are America's team. In 2021, they were once again named the most valuable sports franchise, estimated at $10 billion. Not bad when you consider Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys in 1989 for a, a mere $150 $10 billion. They're more valuable than the New York Yankees, the New York Knicks. Why the Knicks are valuable, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Barcelona soccer and Real Madrid soccer. The Cowboys' net worth is more than the Pittsburgh Steelers and Green Bay Packers combined. That's why they're America's team. They're America's team because it's proven by the TV ratings and the ticket sales and the jersey sales and the merchandise sales and the bobblehead sales and the pennant sales and the figurines and the backpacks and the clothing. They are the most followed NFL team account on Facebook. Wow. The Cowboys generate the most revenue and the most operating income of any NFL team. Even though they haven't won a Super Bowl since Noah. <laughs> since 1995. Love them or hate them, they are America's team. Their popularity and their worth is unmatched. Again, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, you know what I mean. Their fans, their followers are invested. Invested to the point that they'll spend any amount of money on tickets to the games, on food at the games, on merchandise, invested to the point that they'll drive hours, even from out of state, to watch them, hours at the game, hours returning from the game, hours watching the game on TV. Now, if you're not a Cowboys fan, I get that. I get that. But I'm just guessing you're invested in some team. Maybe a professional team, maybe a high school team, maybe this, your high school that you attended... Um, but you're probably invested. There, there's some area of your life. There's some person in your life. There's some team in your life that you are invested in. Let me say it another way. Some team that you're connected to. And we like those connections. Over the next several weeks, we're going to talk about ways that this church, our church... Our church, I'm using that word intentionally, because when people talk about the Cowboys, they'll say, that's my team. As if you have any vested interest other than, you know, funding Jerry Jones. You don't own any part of the team other than funding through things that you buy. But when people say, oh, that's my team, or my school, and when we put that label on there, that shows that we're connected 
that shows that we're invested. So over the next several weeks, we're going to talk about ways that this church is invested and ways that you can be invested and ways that you can be connected. I don't know if you've ever noticed in the back corners of the room, there's a banner and a banner that say invest. That's been our theme this year is invest. So in the next several minutes, our connections minister, Holly Baldridge, is going to talk to you about how we can be invested and how we can be connected to our church. Good morning. It's 30 days shy of being a year since I last stood up here in front of you all with Richie and talked to you about investing in groups and the importance of community in my life and the void of community that I felt when we moved here in 2020. I told you stories about times in my life where small group was everything to me, times that were excruciatingly difficult and times that were blissfully wonderful. Being part of a community, a group, makes room for both of those emotions and everything in between. Eight days after I stepped off this stage last year, my dad unexpectedly died. The Saturday before, he had taken me and my family to one of our favorite cafes to celebrate the start of the school year. He was healthy, and I had no idea that that would be the last meal I'd share with my dad. Nothing can prepare you for loss of any kind, but certainly not the loss of a child or a parent. I was not prepared, and we were still in the process of finding our community here. It was a lonely time of deep sadness and emptiness for me, all while trying to put on a brave face and be okay. I really needed some people in my life to be vulnerable and not okay with, and the void of that was evident. At the same time, I was in the early stages of beginning a Wednesday night book study, and I didn't know the majority of the women that had signed up to participate in the class. We hadn't even had our first class meeting yet, so names and faces were just names and faces. I emailed them all to let them know that my dad had passed away and that I was sorry, but I was going to miss the first week's class. Email after email poured in from them full of love and support. Those women didn't know me, and I didn't really know them, but it was a seed that was going to grow. A month later, we had my dad's memorial service, and the women in that class showed up for me in ways that still make me emotional. See? That's what connection is. That's what community is. That's what a small group does. You show up quietly and fiercely for one another. A small group is a safe place to be vulnerable, to be in need, to serve when others are in need, and to share the highs and the lows. Genesis 2.18 says, The Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now I realize that the Bible is talking about providing a companion for Adam. But even from the beginning, God knew that we as humans would need companionship. This world is lonely. Oops, I don't know how to use this. (laughs) 
Um, this world is lonely, and Satan wants us to be divided and to be lonely. Loneliness and disconnect are exactly what he wants for us because he knows that together we are all better. A friend of ours from college, Dr. John Deloney, posted a reel on Instagram and said this, the data on loneliness says that when my body recognizes that I am lonely, it is more damaging to me chemically than smoking. So I want you to let that sink in. Think about that. Being lonely, not belonging, is more damaging to our bodies than smoking. We were not meant to be alone. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 says, Two are better than one because they have good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. We need to be in relationships with one another. Relationships with others help us be the very best versions of ourselves. Relationships with people that have different life experiences and backgrounds teach us to be open and far less judgmental. Relationships allow us to be vulnerable and to feel seen and to see others. Relationships allow us to show up in the good and the bad. So what does that look like for us? There's so many ways to be involved in a group here at Belton Church of Christ. To invest in Belton Church might look a little different for everyone. Here are some ways to connect and to invest. Join a small group. Come talk to me if you're looking for a group. I can help connect you with some that we have. Be a small group leader. We need more small group leaders. And leading a group can be as simple or as involved as you want it to be. If you can send an email or a text message, you can be a small group leader, so come find me. Cook a Wednesday night meal. Last year, we changed the scope of our Wednesday night meals and all proceeds from the meals went right back into the community. We, so you guys who cooked and who came and ate, distributed $8,632.02 to eight unique organizations from September to May. That's right. Our Wednesday night meals are a wonderful way to build relationships from cooking side by side with someone, coming and eating together in fellowship, and just showing up. Showing up is, so, is part of it. Um, and just as a reminder, our college students eat free. So school is about to start, and so pass that on to your college, to, to your college friends, neighbors, whatever. They get to eat free. Um, Wednesday night meals are going to kick off on September 7th, so that's the Wednesday after Labor Day. And I hope you all make plans now to join us to eat or to cook a meal. The Sign Up Genius was in the bulletin on Friday, so click on it and pick a date. Pick what works for you now. Another way to be involved is to invest in a Bible class on Sunday mornings or on Wednesday evenings. Bible class is a great way to connect on a smaller scale from corporate worship. Our new quarter will begin next month, so check the bulletin and the connections board for a list of classes. Find one and plug in. And if you're interested in teaching or facilitating a class, let me know. 
support Belton Kids and Big Ministries. Guys, there's so much to do there. Teach, host a Devo, become a prayer partner. The table is set up today just outside these doors to grab a, a kiddo that's in our class, grab their name, pray for them throughout the school year. It was such a blessing to my kids last year. That's an easy way to connect and be involved. Our kids are our leaders that are up to come, so investing in them now shapes our future. Contact Vince or Bruce for other ways to connect and invest in these ministries. Volunteer for outreach opportunities. Belton Christian Preschool is housed right here in our building and meets every Tuesday and Thursday during the school year. This year, there's gonna be 14 staff members. We'd like to um, put a basket together for them like we did last year. Last year, we were able to provide a welcome basket for all the teachers. We were also able to provide three catered meals and sonic drinks for them twice. That may not seem like a lot, but your generosity and investment in them showed them that you cared for them and that they were valued, and they are. Other outreach opportunities include the back-to-school fair. Y'all, that's happening Saturday. There is ton to be done. Contact Thurmond. He will put you to work. Um, BISD, our administrators, our kids that go to school there, a lot of them are sitting right in this room. Let's be involved with Belton Independent School District. The Christmas store, we had our first one last December. The second one will uh, be kicking off before too long because Christmas will be here before we know it. Find ways to plug in there. Um, our food pantry, it's open Tuesdays and Thursdays. Bring something every week to, to put in there, come and work, whatever. That's a way to be involved. Um, and then two other outreach opportunities, Abigail Ministries and Body of Christ. This is not an all-inclusive list. I wasn't trying to leave anybody out. Um, so just reach out to Thurman for other ways um, to invest in outreach opportunities. Through service and working alongside others, it's impossible not to develop relationships and companionship. Form a group or join an existing group. Invest in Belton Church of Christ. Invest in our community, both inside and outside these walls. When we are in community with each other, we are more unified and we are softened to things that we might not fully understand. At some point, we will all need the rally of a small group in our community behind us. We are all carrying something currently, and if not now, someday. And my hope for you is that you have someone that you can lean on to carry part of that load for you. Y'all, we are so much better together. We feel better, we do better, we love better, we serve better. Everything is better when we are one body, one community, all working with each other. We need companionship to carry the burdens and to laugh at the good times. We need to be in community that allows us to be each other's cheerleader when it's our very best day. And also, the community that brings the tissues and the chips and queso when we are broken and just need to sit in silence, but not alone. I want to be a part of a community that has the attitude and mindset of Ruth. I want to be Ruth. Don't urge me to leave you or turn my back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God.
Where you die, I will die, and there, will, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if anything but death separates you and me. Richie went through an entire sermon series over Ruth and Naomi. It wasn't all great. I don't mean a sermon. I mean what happened in, in Ruth. <laughs> there was loss, tragedy, and things to overcome. But Ruth was steadfast in who she was and how she was going to show up for Naomi. Things are not always going to be perfect. You might disagree with the people in your group or your community, and they might disagree with you. But when you have built a relationship that goes deeper than a phone screen or a keyboard, we understand the value of friendship and connection is far greater than the difference of opinion. So I've talked about a lot of things, and you're thinking, what now? I want you to look around. You may see faces that you recognize, and you may see some faces that you don't. Someone out there is seeking a group. Invite them. There are people in this room that are looking for their people. They are looking for their small group. They are looking for their place to belong and get involved. They have done the hard part and shown up. Let's offer them a place at our table, in our group, and in our community. If you've been on the fence about getting involved, now's the time. Invest here and connect with someone. Find your people. Find your place to connect. When you share life experiences, the happy and the hard with others around you, and they share life with you, that has the gospel written all over it. Our mission here at Belton Church of Christ is to love God, love others, and make disciples. When we are actively investing in our church, our community, with each other, we are living the mission. I told you when I started this morning that eight days after I stood on this stage last year, my dad passed away. None of us can anticipate what our eight days later might look like. Invest in something. Find your group. Be there for someone. Let someone be there for you. Live the gospel either way. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for everyone that's in this room. God, thank you for the ways that this church shows up time and time again. God, let us be the church that welcomes everyone, that invites everyone. Let us be the church that is fully invested. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for everyone here. In Jesus' name, amen.